1: I'm your host, Abström, by several of my friends this morning. We have the CEO of Collecti Labs, Selman G, is in the building. The crypto juggernaut of the XRPL, Jackie, is joining us. And the king of XRPL NFTs, bringing our listeners the latest updates on the XRPL, as well as the entire crypto space. Hawaiian Ape is in the building, so very excited to have you. And I didn't mean Hawaiian Ape, I meant Hawaiian XRP. Today on Good Morning Crypto, we'll be discussing Canada is working rapidly to increase crypto regulation, stating this is needed before mass adoption takes place. Despite the ongoing battle with the SEC, Ripple and the XRPL continue to evolve as they create brand new opportunities within the NFT and smart contract space. Fidelity's director states Bitcoin is severely undervalued, reaching levels not seen since 2017, being down over 70% from its all-time high. Are these prices a blessing or a curse? Peter Schiff suggests to sell your crypto now and buy back later. As he tweeted, this bear market is only beginning, indicating digital assets have much further to fall. And Shark Tank star Kevin O'Leary brings awareness to the capitulation needed for this market to evolve, stating highly leveraged players will crash and burn as smart investors are getting exposure to the buying opportunities of a lifetime. Our show is available on your favorite podcast platforms like Spotify and Apple Music. And for those of you listening via podcast, our show is live on YouTube Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern at the 3T Warrior Academy channel. So it's a beautiful day and a very exciting day. And for all of our XRP listeners out there, we brought a very special guest. So shout out to Ian. How are you doing on this beautiful Wednesday? And thank you for joining us this morning.
0: Hey, thanks, Abs. Appreciate it. Love coming out with you guys' show. Always bullish right now. You know, best place I find news is from you guys every day when I drive to work and listen to you guys. If not, I'm just diving deep into the research. And there's a lot of things going on in the market right now. And I'm excited to talk about
1: it. It's a really exciting time to be entering this market. I felt like in 2021, whenever we had new players coming in, there was always this hesitation about when we were going to experience the collapse. Well, at least we know we're going through that collapse right now. We'll kick it to Selman. Selman, you did some amazing technical analysis yesterday. I want to get some XRP technical analysis today. But before we do that, how are you feeling on this Wednesday? And thank you for joining us.
2: Hey thank you so much Apps. It's a blessing to be here and also seeing all the metrics, seeing the blood in the streets and the fear and greed of course that you're going to bring up in a in a second. It's just amazing to really witness that one more time, you know, in 2019 people witnessed it. Now it's happening all over again and it's just it's just a blessing and the you know the ones with a great mindset, they they know that this is the best time to be alive.
1: Jackie, it's undoubtedly the best time to be alive, and I think there's so many projects that are being built right now that are yet to have their largest price appreciation. We're going to talk about a few of those today, but how are you feeling on this Wednesday, and what's on your mind this morning?
3: I feel great. Um, Man, I have the blessing to be kind of behind the scenes here at the headquarters, so I'm I'm just thinking about all the stuff we've got going on within the Academy,
1: and it just gets me hyped every day. I love being on the show with you guys, so... Get it going. And we actually had some questions about the Academy. So to clarify, it's $129 a month, and you get access to our entire team. We host tons of weekly meetings. Coach JV does a weekly portfolio update every single Thursday, but that's just the beginning. The community is where it's really at, and that community is just getting started. But we'll start this thing the same way we always do, by showing you guys our Good Morning Crypto Twitter account, at 3TGM Crypto on Twitter. We host lives on Monday. We host lives on Thursday, but we always love tweeting at you guys. So smash that follow button, tweet at us. We always get back to you. Typically, we go to Johnny Crypto here, but he's not with us. The Bitcoin Fear and Greed Index is in extreme fear. I'd love to get some comments from Selman before we continue into the total coin market cap. We're sitting at a 7 this morning, and I haven't seen these levels since I've been in the crypto market. What does this indicate
2: to you, Selman? Bro, this is crazy. Like Last time we've seen like a 5 in in Fear and Greed was in 2019, and now we're sitting at 7. And we haven't seen that for like the last three years. This is crazy and this tells me that, guys, this is the best time to dollar cost average or at least have that game plan. We talked about it for a very long time. Now it's time that you really have that strategy, put your limit orders and buy every dip because, because I'm going to bring it up in a second. We capitulated. The market has capitulated. We're going lower probably. Who knows? But Because we don't know and we don't want to predict, it's best to act now, close your eyes, and buy the blood in the streets. That's all I can tell you.
1: And it's like we always say, Selman, we talked about what happened in 2017. At the peak of the bull run, this market was worth $800 Five years later, we're only at $930 billion. And that's why I continue to say that this market is severely undervalued right now. And it turns out, Fidelity agrees with me. But before we get into that, we're going to hop into the total coin market cap today. We are sitting at $932 billion. Bitcoin is at 44% dominance. Ethereum is 15%. Bitcoin is sitting at $21,900 this morning. Continuing to range, looking for that support. We've continued to teeter around this $21,000 support. And it doesn't look too strong. So we'll see how this goes. Ethereum is at 1100 Sorry, they kicked me out of my uh, CoinMarketCap account again. XRP is at $0.31. Polkadot, $0.07. And we're going to scroll down to Stellar here, which is at $0.11 this morning. Ian, I'd love to go to you first. We know XRP is having an amazing buyback right now. Huge pullback within the market. And it's been nothing fundamental with the project. Nothing bearish has happened with the actual XRPL. So what projects are you watching right now? And how do you feel about XRP? Are you still bullish?
0: I'm super bullish on XRP. I mean, I'm always going to be bullish on all crypto because I'm seeing the way of the future of the technology. But there's a lot of programs and projects that have caught my eye lately that I'm just super, super bullish on. You know, one thing for you guys, I want to say right away, congratulations on you guys bringing out CollectE. That was a massive move going on to XRPL. You got me a fan. I'm diving deep into you guys as well. I'm looking forward to seeing really good progression with that one because the biggest thing that we're looking for projects, number one, being doxed, KYC, transparency, And how can you get more transparent than seeing you guys every single day and giving us the cheat sheets of keeping our minds in check? The other one I'm looking for, Expector. That program is amazing and huge. Uh, Later on, I want to look and dive in deeper with that one. Maybe possibly doing a collaboration with you guys and that one would be amazing as well. This project that they're working in, it's massive. Eight, I think we're going around for one NFT, you have to have 8,888 tokens. From there, that gets you the right to buy that token. Once you buy it, then you can go on. This universe that they're making, it's an ecosystem. They're going to be having gaming. They're going to be having art. They're going to be having, let's we'll say, they got their validator note up right now. I mean, I have a note list right here and they have so much things going on. I can't even keep up with it. But the biggest thing is it's the team that originally got me into their door. I looked at their team and I saw that they had about 14 professionals, educated business professionals that are starting this program up with their own money. They're not using your money. They're not using the whitelisting drops. They're starting this thing from the scratch and they're doing it right. They're doing it fast. And at the same time, they're doxxed. They're KYC'd. And the guys that are talking to you every single day, they're in it. Front. They're on the front lines. They're actually answering your questions. And they're saying, hey, we're here. We're going to help you. They just had a massive meetup in Belgium. I would say last week or just early of the week, a lot of big faces got into that project and we're talking. And the one thing that I'm seeing with this project is that when you're there, you're surrounding yourself with professionals. It's not going to be, hey, I'm surrounding myself with Ethereum guy or someone that's trying to push up or I'm trying to get somebody that's going to get a pump and dump. You're actually surrounding yourself by professionals that you're going to learn what you're doing in the life. You're going to learn how to make money. You're going to learn how to do real estate online and possibly offline. So I'm really excited to see a lot of programs starting to jump up right now because as the market's going down, we're going to see a lot of projects going up because this community base that we're building right now, it's all about quality not quantity. So if I'm building a strong community right now in any project, including your guys yourselves, this is what we want to see. As we're going down in Bitcoin, seeing groups coming stronger and learning and talking together, and building an ecosystem from there. So again, um, X-Factor is really new to me. I'm still learning about it, but the team and the fundamentals I'm huge into, and then going into you guys, I'm really getting bullish on watching you guys as well. And these are the two things I'm looking for right now. Out of all the NFTs out in the market right now, These are the two tops on my list.
1: That's awesome, Ian. You brought up a couple of things that were really important, but the one I want to focus on was community. Selman, we know you're building one of the best communities in the XRP space. Now you've migrated away from Ethereum and onto the XRPL. Can you speak to that a little bit? What are some of the advantages of launching an NFT on the XRPL as opposed to Ethereum?
2: Hey, um, first of all, thank you, Ian, uh, for the shout out. So um, XRPL, guys, we've seen massive opportunities there. Like... We've seen all the different uh, blockchains develop and um, bring up different kind of products, right? But we know that XRPL is the like the Ripple company is investing a lot in XRPL and the development of it. And we see how like the eco-friendly environment, uh, the technology behind it, like the speed. Uh, And of course, like very low gas fees, all of that combined. Plus, we know the XRP community is strong. We've been through multiple bear markets, even in a bull market. We had a bear market, you know, um, for us. But um, because our community basically also coming, uh, you know, um, from the academy, because everybody asked for XRP, uh, XRPL, we actually made the decision. It makes more sense because our goal is to build generational wealth with everybody. And um, it doesn't make sense to pay that much gas fees because our main target group is the middle class, and they should invest every single penny back into assets and not, you know, wasted on gas fees. That was like one of the many things. But like, actually, I want to bring up also Expector. I love the project; it's also amazing. And what I really, really love about the the projects right now, build that, you know, that uh, we're building all together in this ecosystem, um, is we're in a bear market and you know so many you see so many rock pull events so many things are happening but the ones especially the XRP community is really hyping and really taking care of the, the development of these projects and what i really love is we're in a bear market and these projects including Collective, we're building in a bear market and we have the ones like we only have a limited people in this in this um, environment right now and we're building it all together right the community is so strong they know that in a bear market the mindset is important. This is a blessing. And we're building all together. And then the next bull run, it's going to be massive because more and more people will come in and they will see the potential of XRPL. Right. So I, I, I see there like a great potential on XRPL. And, and anyone who is willing to uh, develop something, especially right now in the next two years, maybe in the during the recession, it's the best time to develop. I see great potential on XRPL, and we're going to deep dive into that in the upcoming weeks and talk more about the technology that um, and the uh, basically the, the service that XRPL
1: offers to the community. Exactly. Thank you, Selman. There's so much development taking place, not only in the XRPL, but just in the NFT space overall. And I think that's a perfect time to segment into our first story for today. But we have 196 listeners out there. So show us some love and smash that like button. We're the most consistent group in the crypto space. And we're going to continue doing that, bringing you the most relevant and impactful crypto related topics on a daily basis. And if you're looking for our special guests, go follow Hawaiian XRP on Twitter to get the latest updates in the crypto space. All the time. But we are going to hop into our first story today, which is a Bill Gates NFT story. So Selman, we're going to come to you first because I find this to be hilarious. Gates sarcastically remarked that people who spend their fortune on pictures of apes would be able to make the world a much better place. He was criticizing the entire narrative of of NFTs, calling it a greater fool theory type of investment, indicating that people are only purchasing these things to sell them at a higher valuation At a later time, I think it's actually good to stop there before we even continue with this article. Selman, why don't you refute some of his claims and explain the real-world utility that comes with NFTs?
2: Hey, I mean, if Johnny Crypto was here, right? Total different discussion. (laughs) So you guys can leave. Maybe you guys can leave in the comments what Johnny Crypto would say at this moment. So actually, any
3: animal uh, that you can think of.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, I don't want to bring it up, but. Uh, Guys, especially after the pandemic, I can't stress it enough. People get to realize that building a community, becoming part of a community has become more important than ever before. And creating your own tribe or becoming part of it is so important. That's why we're in the academy, right? That's why, you know, we help each other with mindset. Sometimes, hey, sometimes even in our team, if someone starts to doubt, we're here for them. Saying, bro, we're slapping them, right? We're saying, bro this is a blessing come on don't give up something like that right you need a community in any field um in like in in life so that's why i believe nfts actually bring them all together on a decentralized platform which is amazing xrpl is one of the most decentralized blockchains out there right and it's up and running it's not like solana shutting down a couple of times so it's a great great area Where people can come together and receive benefits from different things. It could be like an e-commerce thing. It could be like a gaming thing. Could be anything. A book club doesn't matter. Everything can be on, you know, on the blockchain. And that's why I don't agree what he's saying. And you know, of course, back in the day with with the internet, you have people that said the internet will fade away. But guess what? The internet proved them all wrong. This is all part of the game. I also think like he's old. It's a new new technology that really addresses pretty much everyone but like uh, right now in the crypto space we have a lot of younger generations right they love it and that's why probably they, they don't see the same value as we do but um there is lots of stuff um actually happening and this is just the beginning board it was just the introduction guess what in the next coming years you're going to see multiple different nft projects and all of them will you know serve the community you're going to have solid projects out there serving the community And really, really um, adding value to the whole ecosystem here.
1: And I think this whole narrative is just getting started, Selman. We're not late. We're early in this market. We covered an article a week ago talking about how soul tokens are being built out in Ethereum. They're going to have your college degrees, your medical records, all your personal history built out into NFTs that are located on separate blockchains, whether it's Ethereum, XRP, Solana, the list goes on and on. But I want to focus on something that I know Johnny with crypto would say right now. These snake rat weasels, this is a classic misdirection, right? And I think I can speak for Johnny Crypto because I probably spend the most time with them out of anyone on this planet. And one of the things he's taught me is that they're going to tell you one thing and do the other. And that's exactly what Bill Gates is doing here. Back in May of 2018, a billionaire claimed that he would be shorting Bitcoin if he could. Then he came out two, three years later and states. Not only did he not short Bitcoin He accumulated it. So they're going to tell you one thing and completely do the other. Ian, maybe you can speak to that and talk about some of the developments in the NFT space. This thing is just getting started.
0: Man, I'd say XRPL, NFTs, crypto, they all relate so tightly and so hard. It's amazing because right now I'm hearing a lot of people saying like, oh, it's dumping, it's it's plymouth thing, you know, XRP, Bitcoin, everything's dropping down. Guys, that's just the market. The NFTs, again, they're the community. The prices of the project are communities. Am I seeing any rug pulls inside the NFT world? No, I'm not seeing any rug pulls at all whatsoever in any projects. I think all those NFTs that were rug pulls are kind of out of here. Now we're having solid communities. But all communities have different mindsets, goals, ideologies. And that's your job doing your DD to find out what niche you belong in, what you want to learn. You know, if you want to learn about art, you're going to follow an art NFT. If you want to learn about music, you're going to go into music NFT. If you want to learn about business education and about finance, you're going to find that. That's why a lot of individuals probably following and collecting right now is because they want to have a like-minded individual that has a good arts perspective, but learn a lot about everyday values on XRP, about Bitcoin, about Ethereum, about financial wealth, about emotional mindset. Going into all NFTs right now, you know I'm seeing an amazing opportunity for a lot of projects to be jumping up. So that's what I'm seeing right now is we're not going to lose value in NFTs. We're actually gaining value every day. And for me i always look at not the art first i'm looking at the community and i'm learning about who it is that you like the community is utility that is the biggest utility you can get out of it because every day especially during the bear market when we're going down there's a lot of people selling like for example my neighbor just sold all his crypto xrp bitcoin ethereum sold it all when he told me that I was like what are you what are you doing selling all your bitcoin what are you doing selling your ethereum and xrp he only got in a year ago so get into that he doesn't have that emotional mindset where the group of people to talk to him every day. And because of that, he folded out. He just probably lost the biggest opportunity of his life. But if he had a group of people inside of a collected area that could share a common goal, but at the same time, have fun, have art, have utility, have something to look forward to in the future. That's what NFTs are all about. It's not about having a paper saying, hey, I got this and this is for me. No, that's the ticket. That's your ticket to saying, hey, I got that group and I'm going to be learning things. So again, that's why I'm looking at X-Factor. That's why I'm looking at things like Collecti. And if you can, uh, Abs, can you go ahead and please bring up that white paper I sent you over? I just want to kind of briefly show yes. some Yes, just give
1: me a second to pull that up. I'll pull it up right now.
0: Yeah, but going into that, that's what we're doing as all these NFT projects. And so we're trying to find that group that we fit in. That's what we're trying to do is trying to find that group that we can relate to. And when we get there, that's when you start to thrive. You know, if you go into a classroom and you have like a bunch of weird people you can't talk to, you're not going to have fun. You're not going to relate. But if you get into that one class and you're able to talk, have a good time, be able to make plans after school and go have some beers or whatnot. That's exactly what you want to do. And this is where we're at right now. You know, we're finding our niches and we're going to be just skyrocketing up now. When XRP and Bitcoin and Ethereum are going down, we'll be able to talk. We'll be able to work and bring those ideas out because instead of shaking because the rat weasels are doing some bad moves behind our backs, we can stay calm and collective and cool and look at those entries perfectly together and say, okay, this is my mindset. This is what I'm gonna be doing. This is where my entries are at. That's what's gonna make you financial wealth is be able to communicate, to be able to talk and to be able to branch out and network with individuals to make better moves. Right now, the dot-com bubble, when that happened back in the day, everyone looked at it. Nobody's gonna be looking at you know computers. It was overrated. It was too much and it scared people. And they're like, it's never gonna take off. But now that it took off, guess what? We use it every day. We have it on our hand. We have it right here in front of us. We're listening to it on our phones. This is the time that WebPoint 2.0 was there. Now it's 3.0. 3.0 is coming to these NFTs. And as you can scroll down in the white paper and just see exactly, again, this is their white paper version one. They're coming out with a version two very shortly. And in this, all of this art that they're doing right now inside here, the studio that they work with, they're very, very close niche. They have a very good relationship and rapport. And they're very detail orientated. They're professional. They're going into a direction that's gonna be blowing your mind. That's gonna be making and paving the ways of the future. Uh, they just got into BitTrue a couple weeks ago. They're gonna be looking at getting on Uphold, Binance in Europe and other exchanges where they can ex- sell in a trade. That's not gonna be just on and only on XRPL. You're gonna be able to buy and their token t- many other platforms.
2: There is something that you know our um, listeners and watchers should definitely know, guys, unfortunately people if they buy into nfts they don't really read the light paper or white paper what they do is they see the art they see here and there some youtubers talking about it and then they dive into it right they jump on it right away and then they're pissed off because they're not working anymore or um you know it's of course it's a speculative asset but they're losing a lot of money but because people are not fundamental uh investors they don't read through the white paper it's boring but you have to guys we like expector collectee all of us here like-minded people we want to build generational wealth we don't want to get rich quick if you want to build wealth and be part of a strong community please always read through the light paper and white papers because that's actually where you you can actually evaluate if the team really takes it seriously and put the energy to design a good white paper And thank you for bringing that up. This is is very, very important.
1: Yes. And we got 220 live listeners out there. Show us some love and smash that like button. I do want to hear from Jackie next because Ian brought up some really, really important things, which is that the everyday consumer is not looking at this market as a time to accumulate. They're exiting the market at the bottom. And I think the number one reason for that is that the narratives are always going to follow the market sentiment. When the markets are bullish, there's going to be bullish narratives telling retail investors that it's the time to buy. And when we're in bearish opportunities where these things are a quarter of what they were just six months ago, they're telling you to avoid this market and that we're going even lower. What thing is that? One thing that is for sure is that we are 70% down from our all-time high on Bitcoin, and this is not the ideal time to be exiting this market. Yes, you may have to have some patience, but I do think we're just getting started. We're yet to see institutions, we're yet to see regulation, and we're yet to see mass adoption from retail. So it just goes to show how early we are here, but I'd love to hear from Jackie. Jackie, Ian brought up some really important stuff about the innovation that's taking place in the NFT space right now. How do you anticipate XRP is going to be within that specific market when it comes to real-world utility from NFTs?
3: Oh man, this is like an untouched um, area right now. This is like a gold mine. I'm honestly so excited. And I see Ian smiling because he knew it from the beginning. <laughs> um, we appreciate Ian, especially um, here at 3T Academy. He is awesome. He actually turned our eyes onto the XRPL. So. So we really do appreciate him and and what he brings to the space, all the awareness, and we just love collaborating with him. So thank you to Ian. Um, But yes, I think XRP is obviously going to be huge. We are bullish um, just on XRP, you know, as a – as a cryptocurrency. Um, but we are also very bullish on what they're developing behind the scenes um, with the XRPL. Not to not to deter away from the cryptocurrency space, because I know a lot of people are asking about um, technical analysis for XRP in general, but I do want to touch on the XRPL just a little bit. Um, we've said this before in the past, You know, NFTs were huge um, off of the Ethereum blockchain. Um, then we started seeing, you know, Cardano, um, Solana, NFTs kind of burst up. You know, XRPL is kind of an untouched space. Not a lot of people are aware of it. Um, but we're slowly starting to see some big time influencers start to start to tap into that network, that area. Um, and I, if I'll say one thing, um, we we were kind of in this space early. Um, Ian was earlier, but we we got in pretty early. <laughs> So I do want to kind of um, put that awareness out there to the people watching this show. The two projects that these guys mentioned are fantastic projects. Um, I I am a little biased for Collecti. I absolutely absolutely do love the team that they have there. But I do love um, Expector also. I'm excited to see what they continue to come out with. Um, but I will say, guys, when it comes to NFTs, it's a little bit of a different niche um, compared to cryptocurrencies just for the fact of... Just like Ian said, it, it is all based on community and team. And and you definitely, definitely have to be careful because, you know, they can rug pull those things quicker than quicker than most cryptocurrencies. And, and it's an easier I think it's an easier way to kind of find a loophole around about if you're not doing your due diligence and figuring out what you're investing into. So. I'm excited to see what comes out on the XRPL. Um, Abs, I kind of forgot your question because I went off on a tangent. Well, you answered anyways,
1: Jackie. So you did <laughs> okay, awesome. awesome. <laughs> I think I think awesome. we're just getting started. <laughs> we're yet to see many of the real world utility that's going to come with NFTs, and that includes XRPL. And Selman's going to break it down right now. Selman, I know you got some on chain metrics for us, and you're also going to do some technical analysis. So while he's doing that, show us some love. Smash that like button. And if you're looking for Ian, the best place to find him is at Hawaiian XRP on Twitter. Go smash that follow button. He shares great content. But I'm gonna to kick it to Selman
2: floor is yours thank you so much so guys it is very very important that you pay attention to the markets these days because first of all if we want to check out the technicals I'm going to make it very simple for you guys so on the monthly time frame it is you know any data you have on the monthly is just um, um, a stronger data It, it, it just tells you you know where the market is heading how it looks like and if you focus on the price volume and higher time frames, it's, it's actually more uh, accurate. So basically, we lost one important moving trend. And it looks like we're going to close this month. If we don't see like a crazy pump these days, it looks like we lost that moving trend, right? And um, pe- people give up. So right now, based on price volume, telling us that in the past, for the last four or five years, we've seen the market actually trade. Um, A lot at at a certain level, which is, for example, 30 cents. We've seen that, you know, multiple times. The, the, you know, traders actually feel more comfortable at this level. We got multiple resistance zones, support zones, right? Resistance, resistance. And now the big question is, is this a support? Are we like, is this the bottom? Can we expect like consolidation here and a nice relief bounce? Maybe getting rejected below that moving trend in the next weeks or next, you know months who knows but based on the price volume also and I I highly um, encourage you to actually use the price volume because it helped me a lot in the past it can tell us where we uh, where we see great support levels and in the past the 18 the 19 cent level has become the most important support zone now could we see lower lows in this cold bear market I don't know I don't want to predict it but what I can say is it's smart to put limit orders here just in case. Enjoy your summer, enjoy your year, basically, the whole year, because if we go lower this year or in Q3, Q4, at least you put limit orders and you dollar cost average and, at smart levels, right? I would rather buy here instead of just a random, you know, a random place where there is no real price volume. And you know, that's important. Now, on the other hand, of course, if you focus on um the RSI on the monthly, we bottomed out and we are actually, I don't want to lie, it looks kind of looks like it kind of looks like if we see a little bit more shakeoffs, we might see a all time low here on for XRP on the RSI, which actually tells me I don't care if it's going to go lower. It, strategically, it's one of the best times to dollar cost average in because you don't want to buy it when it's up there. You want to buy it when it's at the bottom and we don't know if it's going to go lower. Now, some fundamentals actually tell us that probably we're going to see it, but no matter what, dollar cost averaging at these levels makes sense. And I want to bring up this on-chain metrics, also very powerful, and we haven't covered it for a long time because we were consolidating in this at this range for months, net unrealized profit loss. And it basically tells us, right, so it tells us the green zone is capitulation. Now, I zoomed in and these names are fixed, but if I just refresh the page, you're going to see it. You're going to see capitulation and we just entered the zone. This tells us that people basically look like long-term holders, all of them, boom, gone. They, they capitulated. And of course, historically, we've seen more activity in the capitulation zone in the cold bear market and in March. We don't know if it's going to be like the pandemic. I don't think so. Why? Because they started printing a lot of money back then. So the fundamentals were actually uh, referring to a bull market. But right now, we might see something like the 2019 crash uh, where we've been here for a long time in the capitulation zone, but with higher lows, of course, slowly. And this is the best time to buy. There is no euphoria. And if you see products, projects, or communities really building in Web3 right now, stick to them. Because in the next months or next two, within the next two years, if you see them still building if they're still very active, And talking, exchanging ideas with their communities, stick to them. Because if they really see, if you really see them build while people leave, while there is no fun in this game, people are giving up each day. These are the ones that will bring you the most value. Monetary maybe, maybe knowledge, whatever it is. Most value in the next bull run or in the upcoming years. Because, you know, they are really true to themselves and to their people. So so capitulation zone, guys. XRP really focus on these levels. Great dollar cost averaging zone, but of course the twenty-five cents level. These levels are also important. We got very high price volume, and last but not least, of course, nineteen cents, guys. So, focus Selman, on these if levels. I can just and ask
1: you something really quick. I want to hear from Ian after this, but I do want to get a comment from you. Everyone is calling for lower lows with this market. People are saying they're waiting on the sidelines for seventeen. I've heard twelve thousand. We saw Robert Kinoshiki and Ray Dalio both say they're waiting for seventeen thousand before they enter this market. But you're telling me right now, the RSI is historically low. Bitcoin is historically low when it comes to an evaluation standpoint. So why are these key players claiming that they're sitting on the sidelines?
2: Great question. Now, don't forget, guys, we brought it up yesterday. Bitcoin came out after the 2008 crash, right? And after that, the Fed started pumping money into the economy. And that was also like Bitcoin never saw high inflation never saw recession all of that combined we we witness all of that right now the next couple of years we're going to see high inflation probably uh probably the fed is not going to be able to control it and um recession kicks in all of that and since bitcoin is not generating any cash flow people it's a speculative asset as right now people are like um don't want to risk it and sell it right and that's why I personally believe, yes, because they suck all the money back. Probably we're going to see lower lows for Bitcoin. We're going to see it for um, the whole altcoin market. And we talked about it for months, right? That at the until the end of this year, probably we're going to see it. But we're hoping for a relief bounce because in a bear market, you still have these relief bounces and then pullbacks, all of that. So, yeah, short term, we think we might see a relief bounce. But in the long run, this year, probably lower lows because of the fundamentals.
1: Ian, I'd love to kick it to you here and get your overall sentiment on the market. We were having an XRP conversation, but I'm interested to hear about your Bitcoin and other takes as well. How are you approaching the market today and what do you think of this pullback? Is this an ideal buying opportunity or is this the beginning of the end for cryptocurrencies?
0: Well, beginning of the end will never happen for crypto, I believe. Well, I can't say never because there's always going to be something better in time. So probably like in 50 years, something else will come out. But hey, right now I'm looking at this as the perfect opportunity to keep your eye open and start making that fiat, doing that side hustle, doing some lift, doing some Uber Eats, selling roosters, whatever you got to do. But getting some fiat ready to go so that whenever it comes time and you hit your levels, you start entering. The one thing I love about the Bitcoin rainbow chart is that when you look at things and you see colors, it kind of makes it easier. Like when doing charts, keeping red and greens is pretty bad because you see the red, you panic. So when you look at this right here, it's kind of backwards. So when you see red, you want to panic and sell, and then when you see blue, it makes you feel more comfortable time to buy. You know, this has been pr- pretty spot on. I'm not saying it's a cheat sheet, I'm not saying it's exact, but it's pretty spot on of how Bitcoin cycles kind of work with the halvings and you know the lows and the highs. And if you use this right here and say, okay, keep your mindset. Oh my God, we're falling down. Well, it's okay. We're falling down. This is the perfect time to start accumulating. Can it go down more? Yes. I absolutely can see this going down more. You know, when I started charting this up, I'm a huge Fibonacci level guy. And when I look at the 786 level coming up, 786 is coming right at 17,000. So at 17,000, that's where I'm going to start dollar cost averaging in harder. So yeah, every time I see a dip, like, oh, I'm going to put a little money here, put a little money there. But as it starts to hit that level, that's when I'm saying, okay, now I'm going to start making my entries because I treat Bitcoin as kind of like the spy of the crypto. I would look at that as the, the heartbeat in the base until everything else in the altcoin start popping off. Until I get that confirmation, I'm using Bitcoin as my spy. When I hit those levels, whatever those coins are at, that's where I'm going to start averaging at. I'm not really caring what XRP's price is going to or where it has been because again, I got to go by the veins, the, the pump, the heartbeat. And Bitcoin right now, sadly, is the heartbeat and it's affecting everything and everyone because that's the major coin that's out there right now. That's the only one that people really know about. You know, you say, hey, I want to get into crypto. People are like, oh, yeah, I got Bitcoin. I'm like, I don't care about Bitcoin. Like, what are you talking about? Crypto It's like, "Okay, I got to break things down to you. So looking into this market sentiment, we're losing lots of attention. A lot of individuals that were getting into it during the COVID era are scared and gone. We're back down to the OG guys that are here from last bull run. They're saying, okay, I'm here. I know how this works. So it's hard. It goes back into that sentiment. Again, quality over quantity. We lost the quantity investors during this dump, during the inflation. As we talked last week or two weeks ago, I was talking about how there's too much money in the market, too much money in the world. During COVID, we printed it out like crazy. And I was saying, it's got to just go somewhere. It's got to be burnt. It's got to be used. And it's too high. So we're going to be going down. So here we are, inflation rates all-time high. You know, we're looking at a recession coming into play. We haven't had one in 40 years just about. He agrees with me. So, going into <laughs> it, going into it, we're going to be going down deeper and deeper. And I'm seeing 17,000 as my dollar cost averaging level. That's where my eyes are going to be like, "Okay, everyone's panicking. This is my time to keep my emotions in check. Stay with my communities, talk and say, "Hey, let's get excited. Here we are. Let's build it up because when we hit this next run, you guys look at this, the halving period. We're in the halving period right now. It's been two years. Can you believe that? It's been two years since we started saying we're having a pump. <laughs> and the whole time we're saying, win, moon, win, moon. It's not win, moon. It's when can I accumulate so that when we moon, we use the 3T Warrior Academy's method of exit strategies with that, again, $120 a month. That's pretty damn good to actually get a step-by-step breakdown on how to break down your portfolio to have good exit strategies. And then you have the Merlin app coming out with you guys that's going to keep you even more on par. So you guys have a lot of good things coming, but using all the things that you have the community, we're able to make smarter, better choices coming up. And I'm telling everyone right now, this is the time where you don't get scared. This is the time where you say, okay, where am I going to enter in at? Because I'm looking at two years from now, now that we're in the halving period, two years from now, three years from now, this is where you're going to be making your money. These are the moves that are going to be making you. So getting into projects, learning, getting NFT projects, learning, making passive income any way you can and putting that money into smart moves and only investing with what you can afford, not with what you have right now in your pocket. If you only have $100 to your name, don't do it. You got to live, you got to eat, you got to pay your rent. But if you can go out and hustle and do some side work and put $20 here, $20 there, that's what you want to do. Those are the financial gains that are going to help you out. So on the charts, I'm looking $17,000 where my dollar cost averaging is starting.
1: That's awesome, Ian. And as we look at this market right now, they're clearly going to define things as commodities versus securities. And if anything in this market is going to be labeled as a commodity, it's going to be Bitcoin. But I want to c- emphasize on something you said. You said something very important. Everybody wants these pullbacks. We always talk about how we want blood in the streets so we can stack these assets. But with blood in the streets comes massive uncertainty. And that's exactly what we have now. For this market to evolve, there's going to be major products that projects that have to collapse in that process. And that's exactly what our next clip is about. We have a clip from Kevin O'Leary talking about how these market bottoms all look the same. And we have tons of indicators right now showing us that this is probably the bottom of the crypto market. We're going to listen to Kevin O'Leary. Please show us some love. 234 live listeners out there. Smash that like button and let us know what you think about what Kevin says. Here we go. Have we
2: had the capitulation yet? And I say no. You know, having seen this movie before in the past, What I want is a big event,
1: a big 3000 point down day when a hedge fund blows up or in this cycle,
2: maybe a Bitcoin company goes to zero. Somebody's in trouble right now, somebody huge, over levered probably, we don't know who they are. But if you look back at
1: great bottoms, it's always on a day of absolute chaos because somebody goes to zero. I want that. I'd like to sacrifice somebody, not me, of course, but somebody, and I'm not levered, but somebody out there is, and they're going to zero, and that will be... Boom. I'm going to stop the clip there because he continues to reiterate that there's some big players out in the market today that are going to zero. This was before the Terra Luna collapse, and this was before the Celsius collapse, but he says this is just beginning. We're going to see tons of other major players fall. I'd love to get some comments from Ian. Ian, the floor is yours as long as it's not me
0: <laughs> I love how he puts that <laughs> people are going to zero yeah that's how it is because again when people get fearful and they get greedy so that happens And now it's domino factor the dominoes have fallen so now the dominoes are falling they can't just jump and pre-fall the next domino you got to wait for that momentum to stop it's like rolling a bowling ball it's going to roll it just doesn't stop dead on it's going to slow down and then go so we can't expect these bottoms just to just stop and just say okay now we're going to pop you know that was like what a couple of weeks ago that right there is a showing the domino factor is still going. The momentum's going. Once we cross that 200 EMA, that's when I was like, "Holy crap, we got some momentum to slow down with." That that was a wall. It broke. Now we got to slowly wait for that momentum to stop, and then that again confirms my Fibonacci ret- retracement level that I was saying, 17,000. So yeah, a lot of people are going to get wrecked on this, but at the same time, if you're getting wrecked. This is not the time to sell and try to get back in when it goes down $500 more to try to make a profit. Again, look at the long-term goal. Look at where it's going to be in a couple of years. That's when you're going to be coming back.
1: Exactly. And I want to give a shout out to Kevin O'Leary. He's been a huge advocate of cryptocurrencies. And I think he's been fairly honest throughout this process, talking about a lot of the advantages that are going to happen when these become mainstream. I want to get some comments from Selman and Jackie, but we will cover this next article next. That states Bitcoin is the Amazon of crypto and everything else are just bets within this market, says the Block Tower founder. So Paul, Paul Lycan said that the Bitcoin is... (laughs) Paul would compare Bitcoin to Amazon because it basically has no competitors in this market. It's one of the companies that survived during the 2000 market collapse, and he sees Bitcoin acting the exact same way. Paul compared today's crypto market to the Nasdaq's market in 2000, saying most cryptos are risky and in an early stage. And if anyone has studied the stock market bubble that happened in the early 2000s, we know 95% of, of internet projects Went to zero, and that's exactly what we're going to see in this market today. He's saying that Bitcoin has far better odds than other cryptocurrencies because it doesn't have a mainstream competitor in terms of its technology and decentralization. We are very bullish on Bitcoin on this channel because we understand the real world utility that comes with Bitcoin being a store of value, but there are obviously better opportunities in this space. I want to stick with the risk part of this article, Salman. As I look at this, he says that Bitcoin has the least amount of risk in this market. And I completely agree. I think that whenever they label these things as securities versus commodities, Bitcoin is undoubtedly going to be one of the cryptocurrencies that's labeled a commodity and given a strategic advantage in this market. What catches your attention here, Selman? And what do you think is worth noting?
2: Um, I actually agree with you. Um, so in terms of you know volatility, Bitcoin is the least volatile in this market, of course. Um, and in terms of decentralization i've got to be honest with you as of right now we don't know who's behind bitcoin that's why people actually want to trust bitcoin more than they do with ethereum etc because we know that you know behind ethereum there's Vitalik, Buterin. but what happens if B- Vitalik dies all of a sudden of course the technology will continue there is a service right um it has a utility but like you know in- you know for xrpl for xrp for example it's also you know back gowling houses behind it etc but all of a sudden if they died or anything happened it can affect um, it affects the assets short term but in the long run of course as long as it serves the community as long as as it provides utility they are all they're all here and they're better competitors in terms of you know speed eco uh, friendliness etc all of that i believe yep better than uh, Bitcoin and, you know, also very decentralized. However, with Bitcoin, people are claiming that Bitcoin is super decentralized. But, you know, the 51% rule. And imagine if all of a sudden a big country came out and said, you know what, guys, we're buying miners, uh, mining facilities. We're investing billions of dollars into that. All of a sudden they could crush Bitcoin. Why? Because they have the 51%. They could do it technically or theoretically. They could do it. So um, that's why, you know, they're currently the best way I would say is um, focusing on different projects as well. Don't become a maxi, a Bitcoin maximalist, right? In this case, focus on different utilities and projects. And um, there is no real competition, guys. To be honest, all of these blockchains have beautiful communities behind like they're backed by great people and uh, they're s- s- serving people in different fields. You know this blockchain is better designed for this one etc so you pick yours it's a it's a great um a pie basically you know you have imagine like a pie chart you have different blockchains serve others and um there is room for everybody but of course only a few will really have that mass adoption and bitcoin is more of a, like a store of value in my opinion even though they say you know uh, you can build smart contracts on it soon i mean do you really want to build on Bitcoin when it's super slow or if it's the L2 solution? Hey, why don't you use XRPL or Ethereum? Immediately, it's the L1 solution, right? You have that opportunity. Why would you go with the Lightning Network or whatever? I mean, these are all topics we can talk, uh, debate in the future. But like, that's the point where I believe, yes, Bitcoin as of right now is, of course, a bit has no competition maybe in terms of you know volatility, all of that and uh, decentralization. But it's short-term. I believe long-term, all these beautiful blockchains that are being developed, we're giving them much time. I think they're really going to, um, you know, yes. become better than Bitcoin at some point.
1: You're spot on, Salman. And what you brought up was really important that I don't think it's an apt comparison to say Bitcoin is the next Amazon because there are going to be bigger players that have a larger price appreciation and larger growth than Bitcoin does over these next few decades. But I do think Bitcoin is going to be one of the key survivors in this market. And what's really frustrating as a crypto investor today is that when I first entered this market, we always talked about that Bitcoin was only going to lead this thing for so long. Yet here we are in 2022 and Bitcoin is still the leading indicator for the entire market. Ian, I'd love to kick it to you. When do you think we're going to get some change in that sentiment? How long do you think Bitcoin is going to lead this market for? And are you as bullish as this guy is? Is Bitcoin the next Amazon or is it a different project we're not aware of yet?
0: I think Bitcoin is an apartment in Amazon. They are going to be almost a the the shopping for groceries and then other cryptos are gonna have like we'll say like the photos and the movies and you know buying from like you know drop shipments and all that like we're all gonna be working together so i want to say the amazon narrative how you want to compare it that way they're going to be a part of the amazon they're not going to be the amazon because there's gonna be a lot of moving parts coming in because we're so early in crypto people are not really we say this so many times and it gets old hearing it from people but you got to really take a step back and be like guys we're under a trillion dollar right now market cap for crypto that's nothing. This is going to be so much bigger whenever that does happen. And people understand the utility, the dot-com bubble, of how it popped and everyone realized the utility of the internet it's going to be the same way, those same individuals that were saying, no, 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 or me saying I need, I need, I need. And so they go to the same thing. They're like, Hey, I need that instant transaction. I'm trying to send money. A company's trying to send billions of dollars. You know, they're trying to implement things, how to go about daily lives. And they'll be like, I need these things. I need to be able to be my own bank. I need to be able to take control of my life, control of my business. And that's where it's going to be really marketable for crypto is when they see the utility of what crypto is. Because a lot of people are understanding, oh, crypto is just that digital money. No, it's not just digital money. It's a currency. It could be a commodity. It could be whatever it wants to be, depending on the token, but it's doing much more than just acting as a dollar amount. It has technology behind it. And as people realize, Amazon went from just book reading to renting books online to now being the biggest company that you've ever seen to where they've done so many splits to where they were like three thousand dollars and now did a split a 31 split now they're like a hundred dollars if you're going to be a stock investor i'd say hey buy a couple amazon stocks hold on to that don't even worry about that because i guarantee you five years from now that hundred dollars will be back to three thousand they're going to do another split so this is where it comes down to is like companies are going to keep on growing and evolving as long as the people behind it are transparent you're seeing what they're doing you are seeing their envisions you're seeing their goals and you're staying up with them and doing your dd you know just don't blindly get into a project and Be like oh freaking this x shit coin is doing great i'm gonna get into it as a big pump where are they going 10 years from now five years from now six months from now if you don't see their vision of what that cryptocurrency is doing stay away from it because at this time when we're going down you're gonna see a lot of coins that we're trying to pop they're gonna go to zero and then in two years five years from now a lot of coins that you thought were gonna pop up are gonna go to zero but you're going to have your top 10 coins, like you're going to have your HBAR, XLM, XL, XR, XRP, SOL. You know, you're going to be seeing a lot of these just rising to the top because they're going to be jumping in with that Amazon narrative.
1: Yes, exactly, Ian, you said so many good things there. It's like I I don't know what to touch upon first, but one of the first things that you brought up which was key is that a lot of these companies are going to have to evolve, and with the evolution of individual companies comes the evolution of the entire market, and I think in that process we're going to see a lot of key players fall, and the SEC is going to be one of the main reasons for that. The SEC has launched an insider trading inquiry into crypto exchanges. And it's important to remember that in early May, Gary Gensler said that crypto exchanges were trading against customers. It turns out that our greatest allies were actually our greatest enemies. Ian, I'd love to stick with you there. What do you have to say about this tweet?
0: Oh man. (laughs) All I can say is SEC is, they got their hands full right now. And these insider trainings going on right now, that's going to be just another black eye on the entire market you know because as we're growing we got to not have these black eyes that's just going to be another i want to say a sidestep going backwards a little bit because where's the trust where's the faith you know you want to get into a program you want to get into a, a market that's not stealing your money when people read this right here and they see that, like, hey there's insider trading going on you know it's like doing business with amazon saying hey you know they're doing insider trading and cutting the market before you're even doing a split that's going to pull me back and you know take me out of crypto at all and seeing that happening right here and then looking back at our numbers right now, of the sentiment of the crypto and how we're losing investors right now inside crypto because of fear. We're down to seven on the fear index, which is absolutely just mind blowing. That right there gives even more fear. So if I was a seven and I read that, that put me down to a six. We're actually losing faith in the entire market when these little things happen. We need to see the SEC actually holding that feet to the fire and saying, hey, that was insider trading. We're Putting them to the stake, you know, it's gonna be like Lord of the Flies, we're gonna put their head on the stake, put them on the beach, and make them an example to say this will not happen again. You know, they have a lot of faith lost with us as they fight XRP in this lawsuit. They look like clowns. So, are we gonna see clowns be professional doing this?
1: Seriously doubt it. But Jackie, I want to kick it to you next because I'm, I'm really interested to hear your thoughts on the market evolving as a whole, right? We're going into an environment where it's not going to be driven by the retail investor. It's going to be driven by institutions, which means it's going to be controlled by regulatory agencies like the SEC and the CFTC. What are some of your thoughts on government regulation? I know this is a pretty broad question, but are you bullish on regulation overall? Because I know there's a ton of retail investors who are not excited about the movement.
3: Yeah. I mean, if, uh, if it were a perfect world, you know, and I got to choose, yeah, I, I I would be like, I wish nobody had control over what I invested in. Right. But that's not a perfect world. So I am um, with the world that we live in and the powers that be things like that. um, I am for regulation just so that we can get a move on with this stuff. Right. Um, It's, it's just going to happen. Right. You can't, um, there's just no, no other way to fight it so i am for regulation just so that we have the guidelines we have the clarity and you know we can roll out what we need to roll out um i do understand that that is you know and that is kind of touching on um that last article that you showed abs about about bitcoin as well you know that's kind of how you kind of have to play the game it's a risk reward thing right now that's we're in an infantile market and so you yourself as an investor have to decide on percentage allocation of, of your risk and reward um, of how you're going to build your portfolio. Right. So I think it's fine to buy Bitcoin. It's fine to buy Ethereum, because right now those two have withstood the most, you know, the test of time. Um, and so those are, you know, those are going to be your safest assets. But again, um, as we get more clarity, when, when regulation does roll out, things like that, your reward is obviously going to be higher with other cryptocurrencies in the space, like things like XRP, XLM, HBAR, other things that we are bullish on. Again, um, backing that with do your due diligence, who's behind those projects, um, researching, you know, everything that's going on, development, things like that.
1: Yes, Selman. And we're going to switch gears a little bit here and cover the overall market that's going on today because we have an article today from Peter Schiff, who's a co- consistent cryptocurrency bear. He's called it fraud, he's called it um, a Ponzi scheme. But he's here with more negative news. He's calling for a $5,000 Bitcoin. He says it's better to sell your Bitcoin now and rebuy later. I want to reiterate, we constantly say this is the worst way to navigate this market. Do not sell your assets in a bear market to purchase them further within that bear market. We are down 70% from our all-time high. If you were going to exit on your Bitcoin or exit on your Ethereum, you should have done it six weeks ago. And now you're in a situation where you're going to have to take major losses. So I think it's really important to not get swayed by these narratives and really understand the real-world utility that these currencies have, even Bitcoin. So with that being said, after Bitcoin plunged below 21000 a prominent crypto hater, Peter Schiff, shared a chart that showed that the cryptocurrency is going to test $5,000. We had Galaxy Digital CEO Mike Novogratz say that he believes 20000 would be the bottom, and we showed that on our show yesterday. But what I think is so important to note is that there's a massive gap that needs to be filled here, Showing that our consistent level of support was right around five thousand dollars, Ian. What does this tell you about the market? Is this fud, or are we actually heading to these levels?
0: Uh, it, in a way, it's fud, but we are making our way to similar levels. We can go down that route. Like fud is a huge thing, and a lot of the whales, you know, sometimes they realize spreading some bad news out there is not so bad for them because it's going to hurt the market, but put them in a better position. Again, these investors, these whales, they're not your friends. They're not your buddies they are there for business they're there for money they're gonna take your money they don't care if you go out and commit suicide which we've seen many people lose a lot of money and they commit suicide they don't care this is all business and money to them so it's sad to say like this in my direction is FUD. i don't like to see how they say hey this is going down this low you should sell your assets if somebody tells you to sell your assets they right away are wrong no one should be telling you when to buy when to sell they can give you levels but no one should be giving you advice, financial advice saying you need to be selling your stuff in that direction. If I see Bitcoin dropping down to 5,000, I guarantee you're going to see my 2019 Dodge Ram Rebel up for sale. And I'm investing into all the types of cryptos because that is going to be, again, life-changing events. Look back at the previous markets, look at the halvings, look where you're going, try to take the emotional aspect out and see the future. This right here is like, it's sad to see this come through in that kind of news, but it is reality that can drop down to those levels. It can drop down to 17. It can drop down to 12. I can see XRP going down to 23 cents at these levels going down. If Bitcoin dropped down to 17,000, I could see XRP falling right behind it at 23 cents, possibly 17 cents, depending in that window of the catalyst. You know, it's all about the holders and what they see. Emotion's key when it comes to holding. As we know, is when you're sitting back and you're watching it go down, if you got in at the top, we'll say you bought Bitcoin at 35 or even 65 thousand dollars i guarantee you're sweating i guarantee you're like man this sucks seeing these prices like that but if you're like hey you know what it sucks but i'm not going to be blowing forty thousand dollars away i'm gonna let it sit i'm gonna come back in two years either pull it out and have it all back you're like oh i'm never doing that again or pulling it in there and say okay now we're going up higher it's all about the emotional mindset and not listening to what other people are saying and doing your own dd
1: Yes, and Jackie, as I look at this article, I want to give credit where credit's due. And he was calling for a sub $30,000 Bitcoin, but we were well above those price levels. So the fact that he's doubling down and saying that we're going all the way to $5,000 here, it doesn't surprise me, but it does catch my attention. He called for a minimum price target of $8,000. Could go all the way down to five. We only have a couple minutes here. I'd love to hear some quick thoughts. We got 237 live listeners out there. Show us some love and smash that like button. If you're looking for a more deeper fundamental understanding of the crypto market, the best place to do so is with our team at the 3T Warrior Academy. But with that being said, I'm going to kick it to Jackie. Jackie, what are some of your thoughts?
3: Yeah, I I, I kind of laugh at this point um, where we're at right now, you know, um, at this moment in time because this is where you have to be careful because look where we're at. This is a great time to buy in and it's a great time to execute. But people can look back at historical charts and say all day this price point, this price point, this price point, lower, 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 right. But you also have to look at where we're at in time. Um, We haven't really experienced this in in any historical event before where we're at right now, you know, the types of catalysts that can move this market in the other direction are still kind of sitting on the table with the XRP case, um, ETH 2.0 coming out, you know, things like that. So there's catalysts for both ways. So you have to look where you're at in time. You also have to plan ahead, but you also have to look where you're at in time historically at the chart right now, things that we showed, um, the the Bitcoin rainbow chart, um, Also, the chart that someone showed, we're at a good buying point to dollar cost average in. If you keep saying to yourself, it's going to go lower, it's going to go lower, it's going to go lower, I'm not going to execute yet. you know, sometimes you might miss good points to dollar cost average in. So, if you do have a set plan um, and you know that's that's one thing but also keep in mind you know there are catalysts for both directions i'm not saying um we won't go lower i definitely believe that. In, in my head i think we will but there are catalysts still on the table to push us the other direction as well so don't miss the opportunities that you are given at this point in time and also be very very wary when these big guys are saying 5,000. you know because it might never happen
1: Exactly. And I think it's not a coincidence that we're all the way down at this $20,000 level, 75% down from our all-time high, yet sentiment's more bearish than ever, right? They're going to tell you to buy it at 69000 and sell it at 20000 They want to use us as exit liquidity, but we will not let that happen. I want to say thank you to the Hawaiian XRP. Thank you to Jackie and thank you to Selman G. Another amazing episode today. We are going to continue bringing you the most relevant and impactful crypto-related topics on a daily basis. 232 live listeners out there. Show us some love. Smash that like button. It's like we always say, warriors, rise. Get your shit together, baby. Let's go.
0: Aloha, guys.
1: Shout out to Johnny Crypto.